big idea. Making disciples isn't just something I do to help others grow. I do it to help myself become more like Christ. Our weekly identity statement, I become more like Christ when I help others become more like Christ. And our memory verse for the last time, no good tree bears bad fruit, nor does a bad tree bear good fruit. Each tree is recognized by its own fruit. People do not pick figs from thorn bushes or grapes from briars. A good man brings good things out of the good stored up in his heart, and an evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in his heart. For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. Luke chapter 6, verse 43 through 45. Part of the problem we have created in our minds with making disciples is the misunderstanding that it is our responsibility to teach someone everything they need to know to be a follower of Jesus. I suppose in an ideal world that would be the way it worked, and yes, that's largely how it worked in Jesus' day. The goal of being someone's disciple was to become like your rabbi. But the odds aren't very good that any one of us is ever going to accumulate enough information and practice to be able to say that we represent Christ perfectly. At the same time, even if we were able to achieve that status with our lives, then knowing how to help someone else get there seems impossible. Here is perhaps the biggest thing we must understand when it comes to disciple-making. Transformation is not my job. As a mentor or disciple-maker, I am not responsible for someone else's transformation. And while the other person is responsible for doing the work that facilitates transformation, even they aren't responsible for the end product of Christ-likeness. That is God's job. God is the one who brings the transformation. Say it with me. I am not responsible for someone else's transformation. I am not responsible for someone else's transformation. Of course, this begs the question, what then am I responsible for? Andy Stanley has said, I'm not responsible to fill their cup. I'm only responsible to empty mine. When it comes to making disciples or mentoring someone, chances are I'm not going to have all the answers to all their questions in life. I'm not going to have all the relevant experiences to draw from that will pertain to their experiences. I could never learn or experience enough to be that for everyone I hope to mentor over the course of my lifetime. But there are things I know that they need to know. There are experiences I have had that they can learn from. My job is not to be the be-all, end-all Mr. Miyagi that can explain everything in life by painting a fence. My job is to teach them how I have obeyed Jesus' commands. That's the job Jesus has given us. Teach them to obey all that I have commanded you. Matthew 28, 18-20 How do you obey? How do you obey Jesus' commands? What have you learned about obeying Jesus' commands? What commands do you feel like you have down? What have you learned about obeying them that you can share? What commands are you still growing in, and what are you currently learning about obeying them that you can share? How are you doing at loving your neighbor as yourself? How are you doing with faithfulness in your marriage? How are you doing at keeping your word? How are you doing with hate? What have you learned about being the kind of person that loves their neighbor that you can share? What have you learned about being faithful to your spouse that you can pass on? Your job and mine is not to fill someone else's cup. God will fill their cup with various mentors and relationships over the course of their lifetime. God is the designer. He knows exactly who he designed that person to be. And he didn't design that person to become you. 
He already has one of you. He designed that person to do something different than you. We have overcomplicated discipleship in the church. We have made it a specific set of knowledge and information when it's actually an all-encompassing lifestyle. Are there things we should all know and do? Yes. Are there overarching principles that we should all embrace? Definitely. But we have turned discipleship into this thing no one on earth is actually qualified to do. If Jesus gave us all the command and the authority to keep the command, it must be something all of us can do. That means you can do it too. On March 17th of 2017, I had an aha moment that has changed my life, my family's life, and the life of our church. I was at a pastor's lunch and heard another pastor talking about Philippians 3, 10 and 11. I want to know Christ. Yes, to know the power of his resurrection and participation in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, and so somehow attaining the resurrection from the dead. This pastor spoke of the importance of knowing Christ first, not seeking his power without knowing him. I didn't know this pastor. I don't have a relationship with him. But through the culmination of other relationships and people who had been saying similar things to me, and what this pastor said, God met me in a moment and changed me. Since that day, I have been on an entirely different journey of knowing Christ. I want to know Christ, and I want you to know Christ. But that moment wasn't the result of a long-standing mentoring relationship. It wasn't the result of a well-thought-out program for making disciples that someone was taking me through. And yet, in that one simple moment, God changed me and I have been changed ever since. No, I've not been perfect. Yes, I still have bad days and off days. But on that day, God changed me. He brought transformation to my life. When I look back, what I see is that there were a lot of different people and sources that God put into my life that led to that moment. God was filling my cup with that message from a lot of different directions. And what this pastor said wasn't so significant that it changed me. Instead, it was just the last thing in a series of events that I needed to hear to be able to bring together knowledge and experience at just the right moment for God to get a hold of my heart. This is what God wants to do with all of his children. He created them, and he knows what they need in their cup. He knows the kind of person he is trying to mold them into, and only he knows what needs to take place to fill their cup to the point where they will get it. Every single person along the journey that empties their cup into another person's cup is equally responsible for preparing the way for the transformation that takes place in this person's life. Every drop that gets poured in raises the level in the cup. Never in any way underestimate the power of emptying your cup into someone else's life. You never know. You may be the one that gets to lay the foundation for others to build on. You may get to be the one that pushes them over the top. Regardless of where your contribution comes in the timeline of God's transformative work, you can be certain of two things. One, God is at work in your life to make you more like Christ. And two, God is at work through your life to make others more like Christ. And we can be certain of this promise. See what great love the Father has lavished on us that we should be called children of God. And that is what we are. The reason the world does not know us is that it did not know Him. Dear friends, now we are children of God. 
And what we will be has not yet been made known. But we know that when Christ appears, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. We will be like him. We will be just like Christ. Our daily scripture focus, 1 John 3, 1 and 2. See what great love the Father has lavished on us that we should be called children of God, and that is what we are. The reason the world does not know us is that it did not know him. Dear friends, now we are children of God, and what we will be has not yet been made known. But we know that when Christ appears, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. As we wrap up, I encourage you to take a few minutes to think and pray through a few things. First, conceptualize. Imagine everything God has taught you through others, through your own study, and through your experiences being in a cup. Now, imagine someone you are mentoring holding out their cup to you. Can you see yourself emptying your cup into theirs? Second, reflect. Can you think of a specific moment of transformation or enlightenment where you all of a sudden changed and became a different person? Can you look back and see all the people who made deposits in your life that led you to that change? Third, repent. Spend some time praying and ask God to change your mind and heart about each of these areas. If you have made discipleship too high a calling or believe that you don't have what it takes to make disciples, repent of that and ask God to build up your faith to be able to encourage others in their journey. And finally, thank God. Thank God for the people who have poured into your life. Thank God for the people God has put around you to pour into their lives. And thank God that you will be like Christ.